0: Hello, this is Barry Wolf uh, with another episode of Wolf Bites. So I'm really excited today. We've got uh, one of the foremost experts of the South Florida retail market, Josh Ladle joining us today. Give some insights, certainly you know, South Florida, but I think you can also give some real good thoughts you know, beyond South Florida as it relates to retail in general. Josh, uh, thanks for joining us today.
1: Oh, thanks, Barry, for having me. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: Absolutely. So Josh, you put out some phenomenal data at the end. I wanna be sure you you give your website. You've got some great data specifically in the South Florida retail market, you know, Broward and Palm Beach counties. But I think you're also very attuned to just retail in general. One thing I was curious to get your thoughts on as you're driving the markets, what what are you noticing as it relates to grocery anchored centers versus non-grocery anchored centers as it relates to you know, either vacancies currently or where you think they're going to trend? Any thoughts on that kind of that bifurcation if you expect to see one?
1: Yeah, it's interesting. So of the thousand centers and shopping centers in palm beach and broward counties that are over twenty thousand square feet so that's what i drive mm-hmm. and i drive all the ones in palm beach county in q2 and q4 so i just finished in the first two weeks of april driving all 430 of them wow. in palm beach county and so this was right after there had been like the shutdown where everyone is supposed to stay home and and so there were except for essential businesses were open of course and you know for the essential things so when I was driving these centers, I got to see firsthand the, the difference between a grocery anchored center and a non-grocery anchored center. And, and in total, there's about one out of every three centers is grocery anchored. That's over 20,000 square feet. Right, That's interesting. And yeah, so that's interesting. And then about half of those are Publix anchored centers, another interesting point. Which obviously but, we're in Florida, so the Publix <laughs> is the dominant player, <laughs> or none. Right. And, and so when I'm driving through these centers at that point, you're driving, you're seeing all the different spaces to see what's vacant, who's still there, who's not. And in a grocery anchored center, it was very quiet. You know, maybe there's uh, a few cars and maybe some employees left at some of these other essential businesses, but for the most part, very quiet as I'm driving to the centers. And then I get around to the grocery store and, you know, that's pretty busy, which was expected. And then I continue on to the other shops on the other side of this, the, the grocery uh you know, and, and it's very empty as well. So it's slow, slow, pretty good, slow and dead. And then those non-grocery anchored centers. It's just dead completely. And very interesting. It's very strange to be doing that because I've been doing this since 2016. i have driving the centers. And so I've seen them a lot and seen the same ones again and again and again, twice a year. And never has it has it been like this. And of course, it's a unique right. time. Uh, but just very strange to, to, to experience that. Any, I mean, I guess it'd just be
0: speculating in reality because we don't really have this answer yet. What do you think? I mean, do you expect to see a big difference, let's say 30, 60, 90 days from now in vacancies and that, you know, again, grocery anchored versus non-grocery anchored?
1: Yeah, so I think, and again, all speculation, right? Who knows? Uh, I'll throw in my two cents and, mm-hmm. and everyone will just kind of chime in uh, for what it's worth. But but yeah, I think there will be some, obviously an uptick in, in vacancy, but I don't think it's going to be in the short term as as great as, as, it, as it will be, you know, a few months from now, uh, maybe, you know, six, 12 months, because most of the businesses that have been closed, yes, they've been suffering and, and you know, hopefully they've been getting their uh, PPP loans and, and they're getting the, the help that they need. Many haven't, but, and so many of them dipped into savings. so those businesses when we finally get in south florida when we finally get the the green light to open up again then i believe many of them if not yet by far the majority of them will open up however how much longer can they withstand the lack of business that they're going to experience because i don't believe it's going to be a a light switch where um, okay it's open and then everyone just flocks in just like before i i think it'll be more gradual and so it's really which of those businesses has the staying power to continue on in, in this for the period that we're in this kind of new normal of, of getting into things. And do I think things kind of go back to the way they were? I think eventually, yes. But there will be a, a ramping up period. And, and so that in you know, the short term, I think there will be some additional vacancies. Some couldn't even last, you know, say two, three, four months. The cash flow just wasn't there. But I think the majority will be able to, to continue on it's just the question of how much longer can they
0: endure. And you, you make a good point. When they open, nobody's opening to 100% occupancy or 100% you know, of the usual it's business. Yeah. So can, they, can they sustain that for a period of X number of months going forward? Beyond what you've mentioned, any other trends you've noticed out there right now that kind of you know, any aha moments or anything you kind of caught
1: you by surprise or otherwise? If I think of just in, in bigger pictures, so in Palm Beach County, Broward County, those thousand centers, they tend to kind of hover on average around 89, 90, 91% occupancy, you know, for the last four years. And I don't have the data from uh, before, like the Great Recession, because I wasn't driving the center. So I, I really am just trusting the data that I've collected. And so, you know, I don't expect that 89, uh, 90% to continue through this although I kind of think it kind of eventually gets back there. Um, so I guess just some some ideas is that, yeah, we've seen that. That's kind of an eighty nine ninety That's where things have been. But uh, I do think there will be a decrease. I think there'll be a decrease in occupancy and probably significant. We, we've talked before, and I think we mentioned this on LinkedIn, just in conversations, where even just an additional, say, 4% vacancy change in Broward County, which is at 89%, goes down to 85%, let's say, that's an additional 2 million plus square footage, uh, square feet uh, of additional vacancy. That's significant when you think about that. Uh, So, yeah, still very early, not sure what's going to happen in yeah i don't really know
0: yeah no fair enough and you you made a good point i mean it's very interesting you hear that you know just a stat you hear well if we go from 89 to 85 percent occupancy but then when you quantify it by the gla that is impacted it sounds a whole <laughs> that it sounds like two totally different numbers an additional
1: really... if it's two million square feet it's like an additional 200 um you know you know centers uh, um depending on the size of the square footage you 20 it depends on how big the, the center is or you know, think about all the thousand foot bays um, that that, you know, equals in amounts or how many big boxes that is. Just Got all kinds of, you know, you know, let's say you got two J's, right? So you've got all these different announcements we're getting and not that they just go away, but they're taking the the bankruptcy approach to go ahead and restructure debt and to come out of this in a better position financially. So I don't think all of these businesses that, that are filing or will file for bankruptcy just go away. Uh, maybe there's some reduction in the the number of stores, and and so that'll certainly impact the, the vacancy as well.
0: Yeah, no, it's going to be an interesting period going forward. Real quick, and uh, you know, thirty seconds. Any, you know, outside of the grocers, obviously Publix, the Walgreens, CVS, the the drugstores. Yeah, any winners come to mind that you expect to kind of benefit
1: from this and come out of this even stronger? That's a great question. I remember a few years ago and answer this way. So a few years ago when maybe even longer than that, but we were, everyone seemed to be really concerned about, you know, the credit of tenants and that's certainly still something that people talk about, right? Especially in your world, triple net world, you know, what's the credit rating of, you know, Carl's or CVS or I'm just looking at your backdrop, all these different tenants, but we've all seen so many credit worthy at one point, uh, businesses that have gone under. And so, I don't know if I have any real security in in looking at what other other businesses are doing right now. And okay, they have an A credit rating or a B credit rating or or this or that. I don't know if I put too much weight in that. And so it's hard for me to pick any winners or losers. Uh, I think those essential businesses, certainly there'll be a a flight to quality. and, And I'm sure you'll see that on the investment sales side that, you know, those, those essential businesses that have just been doing phenomenally well, those that you mentioned, the groceries, the pharmacies are going to get a tremendous demand. Yeah. And and even the
0: discount stores and otherwise. So, yeah.
1: So, yeah, that's kind of what I think. Yeah.
0: Well, so I appreciate you joining some great insights, particularly, I mean, you're as knowledgeable as I think anybody in the South Florida retail market. Josh, how can folks best reach you?
1: Yeah, I think probably so LinkedIn, I'm on there if you would like to connect. I'm happy to do that. You could also go to 11thstreetresearch.com, and that's 11thresearch.com, uh, uh, so 11th Street, and, you know, happy to connect that way, and however, however we can uh, work together, love to do that. Sounds good. Thanks for your time, Josh. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Barry. Be well. You too. Take, Take care. care.